0: Hey guys, Coach Sean here, and welcome to another episode of the Coach Sean Fitness Podcast. Once again, thank you for downloading this podcast. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about what I struggle with when it comes to doing a podcast. We're not going to be talking about me, but um, one of my struggles when doing a podcast and newsletter is providing enough value for you, for you guys. So when I finish doing a podcast, I'm like, did they get anything out of that? Did Did someone listen to this? Get something of benefit out of it? And one of the questions you always get asked is what's the best exercise and what's the best diet plan. And it's always the best thing, the quickest thing I could do to get results. And it's very hard to answer that because the, the true answer is always, it depends. There's no, at the end of the day, there's no one best exercise that's going to get results for you because we are all different. There's no one best nutrition uh plan. There's no best diet plan. There's no best meal plan that's going to get you results because we're all different. Long story short on, on diets, I mean, you can go into that from there, you know, 20, 30 minutes on a tangent, but if you're in a calorie deficit, you're going to get results. But I, if I did a meal plan for you that had 2,000 calories on it per day, you could be someone that's usually only having 1,800 calories a day because you're going, and then you're going to put on weight because you're having an extra 200 calories a day. Or you could have been having four thousand calories a day because you're training a lot and that's just your lifestyle. And all of a sudden, the maths cutting your calories too much that it's just not sustainable because you're getting no energy whatsoever. So meal plans, I, I don't prescribe meal plans. That's that uh, because there's there's so much variability in it that it, it doesn't make doesn't make any sense to me to provide meal plans to people because it always changes from person to person from lifestyle to lifestyle. So. There is no one best diet and exercise. That doesn't mean that's the end of the podcast right now. Uh, What I find is that, for example, if I was to bring someone into personal training sessions, my philosophy, my theory on it would be to build a strong foundation through resistance training. And even that doesn't have the best exercises. Like One of my very first ones I do is called a Bulgarian split squat, where you'd have your back foot up on a bench, holding two dumbbells, and, and you're lunging up and down. But some people in the first session aren't able to do that. So I'd have them do uh, lunges with their feet on the ground. And some people might struggle with lunges because they might have knee issues. So i will bring them to do squats instead. That doesn't mean that squats are, are worse than, than split squats. Squats are probably the best exercise for that person because, well, one, they can't do Bulgarian split squats. And two, they're safe while doing the the squat exercise. Uh, they're not going to hurt their knees anymore uh than they might do doing a bulgarian split squat and they're they're building up strength in their legs so the best exercise for that one person might be squats where the other person might be able to do a bulgarian split squats and it might be we might be able to build up strength on a single leg and then build a foundation from there but we all start at different stages um we can't compare ourselves to another person's training plan and that's what i'm going to get into more in, in, in a couple of minutes on it and it's the same way i do boot camps i could have Someone I could have the group doing squat jumps, for example, and, and let's just take the knees again, for example. Um, they can't, they can't do squat jumps on their knees because their knees hurt or their ankles hurt or their, their lower back hurts. So I bring it back and I get them to do different squats and maybe hold a squat and that could be the best exercise for them at that time is holding a squat. It doesn't mean they're getting less out of the workout than someone doing squat jumps. Someone doing squat jumps, it might, be, it might help them better doing squat jumps at that time. So once again, there is no best exercise in, in, in that situation or each situation. What the exercise should depend on is your overall goal. So Let's take squats again, for example, squat jumps. Maybe your goal is to jump higher. Let's make it as simple as that. Is to jump higher? Well, then you're going to need to do squat jumps. You're going to need to have squats in that plan to jump higher and then maybe weighted squats and build from there. And then you might want to add single leg squats. It depends on, on what way we build the plan from there. But there's no point in focusing all your time doing upper body if your your goal is push-ups. Obviously, you want to build a balance, but your exercises should be based around your overall goal and what that what that is and then bring it back from there not someone else's goal and not because someone else says oh this is a great exercise you definitely need to do that when that exercise doesn't fit into what you overall want to achieve out of each and every workout and i, I say this and i'm pretty hypocritical now but when i say this, not compare yourself to anyone else i'll give you an example on i was out running on sunday sunday afternoon I was going for my long run, and the main aim of the run was to get more miles in the legs. So I took it slower than my usual pace uh, with with the aim of getting 25, 30k in. Well, I had route, I had a route for 30k in, to be honest with you. And, but the idea was to go slower, get as get miles in the legs, take it easy, just get it done, and then I'd build on speed in future sessions coming next week or two. So I was doing that. I was around twenty k in, and a couple of hills and a couple of stairs in there, just to, just to um, get more resistance in the legs, make it a little bit harder rather than just having it all flat. And I, I went up one hill. it was coming up the, if you know the Phoenix Park, coming up to, towards the Pope's Cross, that hill from the bottom of that heading straight on up. I was heading up there, and my legs were knackered at this stage. I was going pretty slow, and I was just plodding along. And someone just passed me out. It could have been, I, they just, they flew past me. And I was like, ah, oh, God damn it. So I kept going again. And another person passed me out. And I got disheartened. I'm like, that's two people have to pass me out in 30 seconds. Uh, I looked down the phone. I'm like, oh, my pace is slower than it was a couple of days ago. My lower back is starting to hurt a little bit. My, my calves are aching. And it sucks to say it now, but it all got to me. And I stopped. And, and what happened, looking back on it, was I didn't stop because I thought I was getting I could get injured or the aches and pains. It all happened when that first person passed me out and then I looked at my pace being slower. But when I thought about it later, I was like, my pace was supposed to be slower because I was running longer. That was the original goal. It wasn't to run as fast as I can and to, to get X amount in um, in a certain time. It was just to build the the distance. And I failed in that goal on that day because I let or I let different things get into my head, and all of a sudden, I built up that my pace was too slow. And I was, I was, my, my legs were sore, my lower back was sore. And, and yeah, they were a little bit sore, but I probably, being honest with myself, could have pushed on because it was a, a long run. So my mistake there is I needed to get out of my head and, and not think about anyone else because those two people that passed me out, they could have just, they could have literally just parked up 30 seconds behind me. And their aim was to go for 1K as fast as they can. So they started off like a bat out of hell. And I think a bat out of hell goes pretty fast. But anyway, they started off pretty fast, passed me out. And then maybe two, three minutes later, they could have stopped. Or maybe their main thing is long, long distance running. And that is their, their thing they're really good at. Um, and they were just better runners than I am. But I'm at a different level than they are. I just have to accept that. But at that stage, when I was tired... I didn't accept that and that's why it got into my head and I end up not achieving my goal because of someone else's thing, which is something that you should never, never really do. And that's why it's very important to set your your own goal rather than look at someone else and what their goal is because you don't know what their goal is. You don't know the training they've put it in. Uh, it's very easy to get lost in that when you're running, and you're very tired and you see other people, may, you may think they're fast and slow, but they might not have been running as long as you, so you really don't know. And, and saying this reminds me, I was listening to a book, uh, an audio book uh, called The Subtle Art of Not Given a... Can I say the effort in this podcast? Okay, I'm not going to say it anyway, but that was the name of the book. And I gave a prime example of this. They talked about, it was two examples of, of two musicians that got kicked out of bands right before they made it big. The first one, I was a guitarist. His name has escaped me now. I, I can't remember. I'm not big on my heavy metal anyway, but this guitarist got kicked out of a, a, the band, which would eventually come on to be Metallica. And Metallica went on and sold millions of albums worldwide, these, did these big stadium tours. But man was very resentful that he got kicked out of the band. So his goal and his mission in life was to be bigger than Metallica. So he set up his own band called Megadeth, I think. I, Megadeth, that some people are like, yeah, Sean, it's Megadeth, or it's not Megadeth, you idiot. Anyway, I, I can't name a Megadeth song, it doesn't sound like my kind of music, but anyway, so the he um set up this band and seemingly me, they were they were big as well, and they had arena tours and they sold millions of albums worldwide. But as big as they were, they never quite became Metallica. Metallica, so because they never quite became Metallica. The guitarist was never truly happy because instead of focusing on himself and his goals just to get his band better and bigger, he focused on someone else's goals that became unattainable for him, so he wasn't happy. And the other example he gave was a musician, um what was I think his name was Pete Best, and he got kicked out of the band right before the Beatles became huge. And when the Beatles first became huge, and I suppose they were one of the first big rock star bands, like, um, so like they had Beatlemania, and just loved from all over the world, whatever. Wasn't around back then, so so it was told in MTV. But anyway, um, and what what the uh, according to the book was when that first happened, he became hugely depressed. Don't worry, the story gets better from. And he was unhappy seeing his his former bandmates getting all this fame and glory and all the rest. But then he changed his values and his goals, and he fo- focused more on family. And he's able to be around his family a lot more, but still do a little bit of music. And according to the book, to this day, he's a lot happier. Uh, that would book was out a couple of years ago. So I assume he's still alive and not happier. Whereas we know, obviously with the Beatles, the, uh, some of their stories didn't come to a happy ending. Obviously John Lennon, he didn't live nowhere near as long as this Pete Best guy, but you know, Pete Best was happy. That was his goal to make music, but still have a family and not get, you know, I suppose, whatever comes with fame, having people swarm you wherever you go, it might be a little bit much for some people. And, and he's, he, seemed, he seemed pretty happy, according to the book, but he set his goals to focus on him rather than looking at other people and being miserable trying to achieve their success because you don't know what another person's goals are. So you, you can never be truly, truly happy. So go with your own goals. Bring it back to the gym. Set your own goals. Set your own long-term goal, but set short-term goals to get there rather than seeing the person beside you in the gym is able to go a little bit faster on you on the treadmill or is able to lift more than you or um, is able to do more burpees in a minute. They have different goals and different outlooks, different reasons for doing those goals than, than you have. If you're always chasing someone else's goals or trying to be as good as, as, as the next person, you're never going to be truly satisfied with, with your results in the gym. And when it comes to the, the running on my own end, uh, next week's podcast is going to be talking a little bit more about marathon running and and tips and advice you should do for, for your first marathon. I know it's a short podcast, but I'm just going to wrap it up there, short and sweet. The, the main thing is set your own long-term goals, set short-term goals leading up to those long-term goals and make sure it's something that's sustainable to you and your lifestyle rather than, what someone else is telling you to do or what someone else on social media thinks is best. Focus on you first and foremost and what you want to get out of the gym. Thanks once again for downloading this week's podcast. I know it's short and sweet, but hopefully you guys got something out of it. If there's anything you'd like me to talk about more in particular, let me know drop me an email on sean at coach seanc.com. next week's podcast like i was saying will be a little bit more about long-term running marathon running as people build up towards the dublin city marathon in in a week and a half's time so if you are doing that best of luck to you and that's all i gotta say for this podcast from coach sean. take care